over 100 bodies recovered from shallow graves in a forest. One of the worst cult-related tragedies in recent history and the death toll is likely to increase even further, with more than 300 people reported missing. A controversial preacher who has always managed to continue his activities despite being arrested several times. A terrible tragedy that has shocked an entire continent, with the situation turning out to be even more horrific than initially seemed. I'm Pierfrancesco Loreto, and this is your War Reporter. Today, I will take you to the Shakaola Forest in Eastern Kenya, a remote area near the popular holiday destination of Malindi. There, over the past few weeks, local authorities have found 110 bodies buried in mass graves. To make things even more dramatic, most of the victims are children, women and elderly people. The lead are thought to have been followers of the Good News International Church run by taxi driver turned pastor Paul Mackenzie. Allegedly, they were convinced to starve themselves to death, to be the first to reach heaven before what they were told was going to be the end of the world. So far, Emergency crews have also been able to rescue 49 people in a forest which covers some 800 acres or 325 hectares, if you prefer. Apparently among the survivors were people who refused the food and water offered by rescuers, while others even tried to flee from them. Interestingly, some survivors have refused to talk about the events of recent days or don't believe that Mackenzie committed any wrongdoing. In the meantime, autopsies are being carried out on the victims' bodies. On most of them, pathologists found signs of starvation and trauma to the head, while some were killed by suffocation or strangulation. A senior government official said they were in the process of collecting DNA samples from those who had reported missing relatives. Then they will try and match them, but this will likely take over a month. Of course, the old nation is in complete disbelief, and Kenyan President William Ruto has formed an inquiry committee to get to the bottom of this terrible story. What we do know at the moment is that Mackenzie established his church in a deprived area of the Kenyan coast, known for its low literacy rate, poor health and poverty. Nearby tourist towns have not improved the situation, if anything they've brought about problems such as prostitution and drug addiction. 
in Kenya it is common knowledge that lots of small churches are popping up everywhere and unfortunately there's no clear regulation for them. That leaves the door open to unprincipled preachers who brainwash vulnerable people. Let's say you've recently gone through a divorce, have been diagnosed with a terrible disease, have lost a loved one or your job. Well, that's when these gurus offer spiritual healing to solve any kind of problem. Coming up, how did a former taxi driver become a cult leader able to convince his adepts to give up everything, including their own lives, in a quest to meet Jesus? Hello there, it's Pier Francesco here. I would like to remind you that The World Reporter is also on Facebook and Instagram. So, don't forget to follow both accounts, subscribe to the podcast and rate it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Last but not least, you can also support the show by donating at www.buymeacoffee.com slash worldreporter That's buymeacoffee.com slash worldreporter Your help will be very much appreciated. And now, back to the show. Over the past few weeks, 110 people have been found dead in the Shakaola forest in eastern Kenya and 300 more have been reported missing. All of them are believed to have been members of the Good News International Church set up by Pastor Paul McKenzie. But who is this preacher and how did he end up in this undeveloped strip of Kenya? He was born in 1973, the fifth of ten siblings, and got his first job as a hawker. Then, for several years, he will make a living by pushing a cart, selling flour. Afterwards, he moved to Malindi and one of his sisters bought him a car so he could start working as a taxi driver in the city's tourist areas. While in the famous coastal town, he started attending weekend services at a local church and one day told his family he had received a calling and was going to be a pastor. So, in 2003, he launched his preaching career and later established his own church called Good News International. It seems that his sermons have always featured scaling attacks on Western education, seen by Pastor Mackenzie as a form of promotion of homosexuality or something satanic used to extort money to families sending their children to school. Another theme of his preaching has been persuading mothers to give birth alone without any medical assistance and avoid vaccinating their babies. In 2017, he had his first run-in with the police. 
In that case, Mackenzie's sermons led local officers to detain him on charges on radicalization after he urged children not to attend school, claiming that he was against the Bible. He paid a police bond and was free to go. But two years later, was back behind bars, accused of possessions of films intended to incite Christians against faithful of other religions. The case is still pending in court, and the next hearing will be in just over a month. Soon afterwards, Mackenzie closed his church in Malindi and officially stopped his preaching activities. But complaints from villagers living near Shakaola seemed to tell a different story. They started reporting suspicious activities in 2020 when the charismatic church leader is thought to have moved to the area. Mackenzie claims to have left behind his whole life and settled in Shakaola to work as a farmer. But once again, that doesn't seem to be the case. According to sources close to the matter, he was actually forced to leave Malindi because of his radical tirades and intentionally moved his church to a secluded area to keep preaching to his followers. Followers who have become more and more isolated from their families and have sold literally anything they owned to wait for Jesus in the forest before the alleged end of the world. Reaching that goal only required one thing, they had to stop eating. Something that Mackenzie himself would have done, but strangely enough, only after everybody else. Everything was going according to plan for the controversial pastor until there was a brawl between some locals and a few cult members who were out doing the grocery shopping for Mackenzie and his associates. After that incident, some of Mackenzie's followers spilled the beans on what was going on in the forest and that proved to be the point of no return for the preacher. First, he was arrested on the 22nd of March for having instructed a couple to starve and suffocate to death their two children the week before. Yet, once again, he was freed after paying a police bond, just like happened in 2017 and 2019. But on the 13th of April, some 15 cult members were rescued after reports that they were starving. The day after, following a tip-off, the police found the first shallow graves with the remains of some of the members, while others were rescued by emergency crews. So, the bail was cancelled and he was back in custody. On the 10th of May, a court will decide if the cult leader his wife and 16 of his followers will remain in jail for 90 more days as requested by the prosecution. In the meantime, the Kenyan authorities have many questions to answer as to why several red flags were ignored and Mackenzie was allowed to keep preaching.
That's all for today's episode, which was produced, edited, and hosted by me, Pierfrancesco Loreto. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you soon.